Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So she's no other than Deacon Keon McLeod. Let us put our hands together for the woman of God this morning. Hallelujah. 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 Jesus. Lord, I just want to thank you. We just want to magnify you. We just want to glorify you, Almighty God. Because Almighty God, without you, we are nothing. Holy Spirit of God, I invite you to come in the midst. You're already in the midst, but I ask of you even now to charge the very atmosphere. Charge the very atmosphere even now. Move mightily throughout this sanctuary. Move in a way you never moved before. Spirit of the living God. Spirit of the living God. You through me, you through me, I am nothing. I am nothing. I am nothing. You through me. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable unto you, O God, my strength and my redeemer. Hallelujah. Jesus. Hallelujah. Believers, the Lord start preaching from morning, from the intercession to the encouragement that Sister Stephanie just did for the lion to roar. So, roar, lion, roar. We're one spirit. We're unified in the spirit. We're not the same. We are not the same. We did a 22 days fast. We did a seven days fast. 
And believe you me, the seven days fast make a difference. We are not the same. We are not the same. The topic that I got is the charge and the call. The scriptures that I got is John 15, verse 16, 2 Timothy, chapter 1, verse 9, Romans 8, verses 29 to 30, Ephesians 1, verse 11, and Ephesians 1, verse 4. And I'm going to read the scriptures and let the Lord do everything else. St. John 15, verse 16. Yea, I have not, ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that ye should go and bring forth fruit and that your fruit should remain that whatsoever ye shall ask of the Father in my name, he may give it to you. When we go out to get the fruit, we're not going to get, and they stray. When you get the fruit, it remains. Second Timothy 1, verse 9. Who hath saved us and called us with an holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given us in Christ Jesus before the world began. Jesus. Romans 8, 29 to 30. For whom he did foreknow, foreknow he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called. And whom he called, them he also justified. And whom he just justified, them he also glorified. Hear the word of the Lord. Ephesians 1, 11, in whom also we have, we have obtained an inheritance, being predestinated according to it, the purpose of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will. Ephesians 1, 4, Jesus. According as he hath chosen us in him, before the foundation of the world that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. Jesus. The Lord has called us. He has predestinated. He has done everything before we were even formed in our mother's womb, he called us. We think that we call ourselves, but the Lord called us. Many a times, 
we do our own thing and say, God, let me do this. And we give him the tail end when we finish do what we think we should do. I'm here to trouble someone's spirit, even mine. What the Lord has called you to do? What is your calling on your life? Is it to just carry on the cares of, the, of life? And then when we think or when we remember God, we say, oh God, remember this, remember that. I'm going to share something with you. When my mother took ill, and I said, Lord, if you're a healer, I'm going to serve you. The Lord did heal her. But I didn't, I didn't live up to my word. And when my mother went through another bout of illness, and eventually... She died. When she was sick and I was fasting and praying, praying for her to be healed. But the Lord have another plan. When she went into the university hospital and we visited her, and they say we should, could stay as long as we wanted. But because we had to go home because of curf um, because of the time and um, when they, the close of time and all of that. So we left. Another time when we went, before that, we went and we were praying for her. And a gush of wind came in the room and said to me, I will take over. I will take over. And I step aside and allow the wind to come in. That was the Holy Spirit. The day before, my mother had one hand up. The other day when we came, both hands were up. And I said to my auntie, that is total surrendering. Sometimes I don't even know what, it, what I'm saying. But I have to listen to what I'm saying because I know it's not me speaking. And when she surrendered herself, Totally let go of everything about, round about her, children, everything. She let go and just have focus on the Holy Spirit. And when the wind came in and said, I'll take over. The early morning, 
a call came in to my sister. She called our house because her name was at the hospital. She called her house. And she said she's going to wait till in the morning before she goes to the hospital. And then eventually when we went, she went first. And eventually, anyway, eventually when we went, my mother had passed. And believe you me, my strength failed me then. And my bigger brother said to me, no, Kayon, you are the one who has been carrying us. You are the one who has been speaking positively. But my faith, everything, everything, everything was crushed. But God, God was preparing us, but we weren't even looking in that direction. I wasn't looking in that direction, but he was preparing us. But in everything, everything, because when she, when she had, was ill and my aunt called for a fast and called for prayer, when I was around, I was, when I was at work, at a desk, at my desk, I was in the spirit and I was going through a crowd. The crowd was in black. I was going through the crowd. That's an open vision right there. Going through the crowd looking for my mother and I heard celebrate her life. And then when I still didn't grasp what the Lord was doing or what he was saying, so when she passed, and the pastor said, celebrate the life of Doris McLeod, then it hit me. That's what the Lord was saying. That's what he was saying. When my mother, it was 3 a.m. in the morning, thereabout, and I heard footsteps on the house stop. I'm saying all of this to come right back to the call. And when I was lying on my bed, halfway, I was sitting and my the other half was lying. And I could view in the heavens a fire coming down from above. And not me, but from me, I said, Elijah and Elisha. My mother was a praying woman. She was a praying woman. And what my boss heard, she says, your mother was a mighty intercessor. And I didn't even see that because it's my mother. Yes, I know she prays and all of that, but I didn't see her as a mighty intercessor. But reflecting, seeing how God moves, seeing how she overcomes, seeing how things happen. At one point, there was, they even called her Obia woman because of the sharp discernment. And then 
when you look and realize what God is doing, then, then, we have to rise up, believers. Don't let it happen that somebody's life is taken up in order for us to come into our calling. Don't let it have to be someone's life taken out before we come into the calling that God has on our lives. It messed me up. Messed me up. And I asked the Lord to forgive me. My father was another person. And still yet I was walking the walk that I should walk. My brother was the next person. And I wasn't walking as so God has called me to walk. I don't blame myself for their death. I don't. But what I'm saying, when God calls you, he predestinates and he's ordained. And when I realize what God is doing, many a times the Lord speaks to me. And I'm saying, all right, God, you open the door, I'll walk through. And I've seen where he has done that, believers. It's just for us to be obedient. Obedient. Even through all of that, when the Lord start revealing things, revealing things, and I'm saying, God, if I had only done what you have said for me to do, the revelation would have come during that time or before that time. And we could have stopped the enemy at the gate. Many a times we have called for prayers. I'm talking in the family. My family. And there's one individual not coming, not coming together to pray. I'm using my family as an example, but I'm talking about the family of Christ too. When God calls us to pray, we have excuses. Oh, I have to do this. Oh, I have to do that. Not saying, I'll pray in spite of what I'm doing. 
God is calling us to be on one accord. He's calling us to be on one accord. I've heard Pastor Melody Palmer talk about unity. Unity, unity. And many of us was not receiving it. But God is calling us for unity. God is calling us for unity. One in the spirit. God has given us jobs. God has sent us to school. Everything that is being done, it is all God. It's not us. It's not us. It's all God. Education, work, you name it. It is all God. Give him what is due unto him. Surrender your hearts to him. Let your heart be pliable to be used by Almighty God. The education. I am in JSI. That's another thing I need to share with you. I am in JSI. Let me roll it back a little bit. I've been through a process. It so happened that I had a Motorola that my father had bought, and I had it on my side. And a pen fell in the office, and I took it up, and I heard the radiation lodge in the bottom of my left rib. It wasn't ringing. When my mother took ill and I was on a fast, the radiation left the rib and went all over my body. I can literally see black on the inside of me. I started losing weight. One of my sisters said, you don't, why you don't go to the doctor? Why you don't go to the doctor? But I knew what was going on. Because if I had gone to the doctor, the doctor would have given me days to live. When you touch my skin, it hurt. When you touch my bone, it hurt. When I spoke to the man of God, Apostle Wayne Palmer, all he could say to me, God's grace and mercy. I've gone through the process. It wasn't easy, but God. My mother died in 2004. My father died in 2011. My brother died in 2015. And in all that situation that I've gone through, I was going through the process. The word that God has given me was, I shall not die but live to declare the word of the Lord, the works of the Lord. I held on to that word. 
It wasn't easy. One of the time, the wind of pain rocked me. What I mean pain? Pain killer couldn't soothe the pain. And when it rocked me, I said, just let me go. Let me reach the bed. Just let me reach the bed. And God, if you could have just let me sleep. Just let me sleep. The Lord tell me it's a process. One of the time, I said, God, take me. I can't bear this no more. Just take me home. Take me out. Take me out. I came to Jubilee. The pain was so severe in my neck. I couldn't even turn my head. And Pastor Joy, Pastor Joy, since that I was giving up, was saying, God, mm, can't take no more. She came to me and she said, you shall not die. You shall live and declare the Lord. And she was there over me, was there over me, was there over me. We have, to be we have to discern. We have to discern what is going on with believers. We have to discern what is going on. And when she prayed, and I said, all right, God, build my faith again. Another time when my father, I said, God, no, me can't take no more. Me can't take no more. The little boy that I grew with, Auntie Mar, came and he said to me, Auntie, don't let what happened to Daddy, don't let me come and not see you. The Lord used him to speak to me, to rise up again, you rise up, your feet, your feet, man, rise up. And I said, all right, God. And I push, I push, I press. Because what? The call on my life. I press. When my brother, Chick V come in. You have Chick V, I go through my process. Plus, I'm going around with him. One of the time, I went to buy some fruits for him. And I was, you know, the female thing was going on. That's a whole different ball game, whole different case. And when I went on the road, right where the old Arbor Road taxi traverse, some, he was peeling fruit for um, somebody. And I said, when a man in a hurry up, man, we in a hurry up. Before me could even finish say that, me black out. When me head hit the road, that's how me come back to. Taxis always drive around. That, just drive around and, and, and don't stop. The Lord would have it. There wasn't any taxi at that time. The young man picked me up and put me on a little step right at the fruit, fruit um, where he has the fruits. And I revived. And he asked me, how I reach? And I pointed to the car. My cousin drove. And my cousin came. And by the time I was in the car, 
I came back to her because I don't know how many times I blocked out. And he asked me, did you pay? And I said, no. And I took the money and I paid the young man. And I said, God, just let me reach home. Just let me reach home. It's a process. So whatever process the Lord is taking you through, go through it. It's not going to take you out. Many a times I think it would. Not even many a times I think it would. Many a times I wanted to give up. But God said no. Mm -mm. No, my child. There's work to be done. So believe us. When God calls us, He predestinates, He ordains. The scripture that the Lord gave me, I got saved at the age of 15. And the scripture that He gave me was Jeremiah 1 1 to 10. Because I'm the last one in the family. I'm going to say, Who is me? A young. How am I going to talk to my bigger ones? Not even the bigger ones. Older than I am. And he gave me that word. When he calls us, he equipped us. God is amazing, God. He's an amazing God. There's nothing too hard for him. And I jumped from JSI. The Lord take me back to JSI. Before that, I was at work. Because I have to do with funds, counting funds, um, writing bills, answering phone. But because of how I move, the work just becomes a part of me. So when the radiation went into my brain, it went into my spinal cord, went into my brain, as a matter of fact, I said, all over my body. I could not count beyond seven. Each time I count, I pause before I could reach eight, nine, ten. Then in 20, 20, and when I reach 27, I have to pause, 28, 29. I couldn't go beyond seven. But God. But God. And as I said, it's a process. My bosses didn't know what was going on. Family members didn't know what was going on. It's when I have come out of certain stages of it, I could share with my sisters. I could share with others to say what God has done, where he has brought me from. 
but in totality they did not know. The call that God has on my life. And when I continued, I see the changes. Back to JSI now. I said, God, God, I've shared with one of my colleagues, said, it doesn't matter about the grade, you know. Once I go and get what God wants me to get, it's fine by me. And I believe she did not understand what I was saying. Or she said, yeah, man, just do, your, just do your thing. Just continue. I'm paraphrasing. My understanding I understand things differently. I interpret things differently. So when I look on the grades that I get, I say, God, it's, this have to be you. Because I know how the brain was functioning. And I'm sure the lecturers did not know. Unless I reveal. And I'm revealing now. But God... It's the Holy Spirit I depend on. Saying all of that to say this. It's the Holy Spirit I depend on. And I know why God has taken me to the various... I went to GOBI and I did not complete it. And, I went, and I'm in, at JSI. And it so happened that I started 2018, did not graduate until next year I'm supposed to graduate. Why? Because God sees it fit for me to be there so long. Mm. It's to build a relationship with the Holy Spirit. It's not about grades. I don't know about anybody else. I know about me, what the Lord is teaching me. Build a relationship with the Holy Spirit. And he will take you through anything, any process, any situation. And I say, God, I thank you. I thank you. And when I see God start moving through me, when I see God start, start speaking through me, because I'm not a person who loves to talk. I prefer observe, sit down and watch. And then when I sit and watch and I see things that are not really right, I say, God, the one that's not right, you know, God. So you need to deal with that. That is how I am. But when I see God start using me to speak, it's not me. It's God through me. So believers, 
God is calling us to grow higher in him. To go higher in him. So let us be pliable to be used by Almighty God. And as I, I'm saying this, I, what Sister Stephanie had said about the lion within you, roar. As quiet as I am, when it comes to my family members, and I say, God, take it out of the physical and take it into the spiritual, because when you take it into the spiritual, you can deal with it into the spiritual. Because what? The call that God has on my life to pray for my family members. My mother was doing it and she died and it passed on to me for me to pray through, pray my family members through anything and everything. And the good thing is, my two sisters, they have joined the force. That's the legacy that my mother and grandparents left. My grandmother, my great-great-grandmother. The legacy of praying. Nothing beats prayer. There is power in prayer. I've seen the results and I'm grateful for the results. Because I remember when my niece was going through a city, when my niece was living with me and, and that was another process. That was a whole other thing. And I was still going through my process. But I said, God, in spite of, I'm going to press. One of the time I feel like my heart does going to stop. <laughs> because of the radiation. The radiation was on my right side. I'm going to say, all right, it's up on my right side, so I'm good. So I'm going to lie down, and I literally hear, I literally feel when something goes like this, roof, from my right side to my left side, I say, Lord, have mercy. God, that's where my heart is. But God, When I was praying for my niece, one, I, I started the fast, first of the, first of the year. I said, God, I'm going to do a 40 day fast. And I see before me 365. I said, God, you're going to carry me through this. That's for an entire year. To fast and pray the first half of the day. But God, we have to draw out of darkness into his marvelous light. And that is what requires of us, what is required of me to do that at that moment. When it, it was a leap year, I said, all right. In, a, in December, Remember, you know, I got through the pains, aches and pains, you know, during the course. One of the time, 
I said, God, I can't take the pain anymore. I'm going to eat something. And when I eat something, I'm going to take a painkiller. I vomited the painkiller and everything because what? The Lord has, we have made, I have made a commitment. As a matter of fact, he made the appointment with me to do something. So, I reached December. And I was working in the house, you know, Christmas and everything, you're cleaning up and all. And... It so happened that I felt like my heart was tightening. Deacon Tola was the woman's minister lead at the time. I called her and I said, what was, told her what was happening. And she says, pray in heavenly language, pray in heavenly language. And I prayed. She did pray with me. And I prayed. And the Lord said, lie before me. And I lied before... Before, hold on, before that, when I feel my heart, I say, God, I start cleaning up myself now, and I say, God, I repent. Forgive me, Lord, for everything I've done. Lord, if you're taking me, Lord, God, let me everything, everything, just clean me up and lie down, lie down on my bed. Ready to say, all right, God, take me. So when Deacon Tolok said, pray in my heavenly language, and the Lord said, lie before me. And I lie before him. Prayed, I feel a little better. My niece came in late. Everything she acted like what she normally acts. So, what can I do? But 366 days now, I said, God, the day you brought her. So, I'm going to press in. I think that is the day that it happened. Then again, I said, but God. Because of the calling God has placed on my life. Right now, my niece is saved. A whole different person. To God be all the glory. Sometimes God have to take us through in order for a family member to come up in him. And if he can do it for my niece, he can do it for anyone else. Just be willing to go through the process. It might not be easy. But God is carrying you through. And I thank God for that. I am a testimony. So if God can do it for me, what about you? What about all of us? If he can do it for me. He can do it for you. No matter how old or how young you are. Because I got saved at age 15. 
but because I did not come in the fullness of what God has called me to do. So be encouraged. Be encouraged the situation that the Lord is taking you through. Be encouraged. Sometimes it feels heavy. You can't manage the family members. You have to pray for the, this person. Pray for that person. I'm going to call you for this. I'm going to call you for that. And it's heavy. I know. I've been there. But God has called us to do our work. And he's charging us to do that work. Leaders, congregation, the Lord is charging us to do what he has called us to do. As a church body, yes, we have our task individually, but as a church body, we need to be on one accord to stop the enemy at the gate. Let us stand. And we're going to give the Lord all the praise that is due unto him. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Holy Ghost. I am not going any further. I'm just going to call the worship team to finish off what God started. And we're going to give him what is due unto him. Jesus. Hallelujah. Arise. Arise, people of God. Arise. Arise.
Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah.
worship you, Lord God. We magnify you, Lord God. We lift you on high, Lord God.
Dead could not hold you down. 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 